Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You are worth it! Misguided Medicine. I am your co-host, uh, Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. Is it because uh, you're waiting until we've both introduced ourselves and then applauding for us both? How kind. Uh, that's what I'm going to tell myself. No, no, they just like me better. <laughs> Well, Sid, it's Christmas time again, and I myself would very much like to live until Christmas. <laughs> Me too. Is that, are, were you worried it's, if about you, that? Uh, well, uh, I wish you had told sort me. Sort of always am, but like, Candle That's Nights fair. especially gets me like super worried about it. Because of all the days in Candle Nights, Christmas is like the top three of the days. It's in the top three for sure. Um, but uh, okay. I just really want to live to it. And, and you think there are specific things about Christmas or candle nights or this time of year that... One is the excitement. Or One is the excitement. I don't know how... Um, that you're just going to keel over from the excitement? Yeah. A, a lot of bad movies have led me to believe that, like, getting excited is the leading cause of heart attacks or fine. Or if the movie was made in the 50s, uh, if your daughter enters into an interracial couple, that seems to be... <laughs> a big one, uh, but those are the two leading causes of heart attacks. Um, I'm assuming number two in the 50s was like smoking all the time, forever. They okay, constantly I'll, I'll did. I'll give you the third. The, yeah. the other two, just no comment. But that one, yeah, I mean, that, sure. But I guess I'm not really that in any more danger at uh, Christmas time than I am at any other time. Well, uh, I don't know that that's exactly true. I mean, there are definitely things that I think of as like, this time of year, like staples of the season that maybe you want to stay away from, that maybe that might pose a little, a little extra threat. Sydney, are, are you saying Christmas is trying to kill me? I'm not saying it's trying to. I'm saying it might inadvertently kill you. Give me an example because, like, I'm, I'm super stressed now. Well, like um, mistletoe. Okay. For example. That, no one actually has that or knows where to get it, but we all know that you kiss underneath it. That's what I know about mistletoe. Has anyone ever seen mistletoe for sale? Come on. <laughs> Help me out. I'm trying to do a thing. Did you bring it? Are you trying to get lucky? Oh, you have it? I love you it. You have it scattered around the room. Hey. That's cute. Do you see what's up there? Mistletoe. 
it's 30 years old because no one sold it for three decades. <laughs> but all the kisses aren't used up. <laughs> do you know anything about mistletoe? Like, why, why do we... Why I we literally just gave you like everything. Okay. So mistletoe, romantically enough, is a parasitic species. Um, it's actually a collection... Sounds about thing. right. <laughs> It's actually a collection of several different plants that we kind of call mistletoe. Um, but generally, it's like an evergreen plant. It's like viney, and there are leaves, and there are berries. And they actually kind of grow into like the branches of other trees and suck all the nutrients out of the trees. Mm. They're like parasites. Got it. So, that, so you can see how they were so well connected to you know, love and romance. Love, yeah, it makes right? perfect sense. Um, they're really important for ecosystems, so like... Don't get rid of all of them. Unless I need <laughs> a lot mess, of... My ecological message for the day, don't get rid of all the mistletoe. <laughs> Everybody don't was like, trying to. Do you mean like burn them? Don't like, ah, mistletoe, get it. Maybe. Colony collapse. I heard Out about anger, that. anger, like you hung it up at your holiday party and nobody kissed you and at the end you were like, now we need you're it. You're going to pay. Think twice before you put it in the garbage disposal. <laughs> um, the use of mistletoe, though, as medicine, because it has been used as medicine, Mm -hmm. Dates back to the time of the Druids. The poison? What? Wait, you said it's, 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 is, it, is it poisonous? <laughs> well, how did you know that? Well, I know, I mean, I know lots of things about it. I know you can't buy it because it's poison. Uh -huh. No, well, okay, we'll get to that. Okay, <laughs> Let's got talk it. about why it was medicine first. Got it. So it was noted by the Druids that it would grow even in the dead of winter. So even when everything else was dead and there was frost everywhere, you would see mistletoe growing. And so it was thought to be something connected to, like, vitality and maybe fertility. And so maybe it was a good idea to eat it or to, to take the... it in some way so that you could have more kids. You think that's how we got, like, the Yuletide connection? Because it was like, it grew really well in cold times? Well, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that makes sense. That's Crushed it. it. Yeah, so. okay. Not just a hat rack, right folks. Um, the, they also give it to animals to like, make your animals have more animal babies <laughs> or animal kids. Okay. Um, the Greeks also thought that it was a good medicine. Uh, Hippocrates recommended using it for a lot of different things from like problems with your spleen, mm -hmm. which you know when you have them, right? You know when your spleen's acting up, everybody does. Uh, to menstrual cramps, which are so much harder to figure out than spleen problems. Um, How would I know I'm having a spleen issue? Well, I mean, you wouldn't, but... Oh, okay, got it. They, they used to blame I'm a with lot you of... Now. They used to blame a lot of stuff on, on their spleens. Okay. That used to be a common thing, like, oh, it's just your spleen acting up, that's why you're so grouchy. Eat, <laughs> eat some mistletoe. Eat some mistletoe, that'll It'll be help. fine. Uh, you know who else was a big proponent of mistletoe? Who? Somebody who I like to think I've made a little bit of a celebrity. Who? Pliny the Elder. Oh, God. <laughs> that, fool, that fool always shows up. Every time Pliny the Elder gets cheers when we say his name, it, it makes me happy. Yeah. Some, I'm like this dude from back in history, like somewhere, like, I mean, he's dead, but so, somewhere in his grave, we're all cheering for him, and it's like, yes. I did it. I've lived on. I got on a podcast. <laughs> Also, what's a podcast? I told my dad I'd get on a podcast, and he was like, what's that, Plenty? Plenty the... <laughs> I, Plenty the Elder Elder, am wondering what a podcast is. And Plenty the Elder was like, I don't know, fool, but I'm going to get on there. And I'm going to make it legal to dance here, wherever we are at. Greece? Rome. 
Where was it illegal to dance? Footloose? Footloose, that's right. That's right, I got footloose and grease mixed up. Because they both have kind of a... Connect footloose to grease now, as fast as you can. Six, you've got six moves. Uh, <laughs> Is that what how that game Do works? they both have a character named Danny Zuko? Well, I guess there's that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pliny thought that it was good for epilepsy, for ulcers, and also to treat poisoning, which is really strange, as we'll cover soon. Um, but he also wrote, the reason that we think the Druids used it for medicine, as I mentioned earlier, the reason I think that, is because of what Pliny wrote about it. So he, had, he wrote this big description of the way it was used in what was called the Druids' ritual of oak and mistletoe. And this is actually where a lot of people kind of get their perceptions of what Druids were like, like with trees and everything. Okay. Uh, because he wrote this big description of this ritual where on the sixth day of the moon, you hail in the moon, and, and that means you, the, they have a word that means healing all things, and you perform, prepare a ritual sacrifice, and you have a tree with mistletoe, and then you're going to kill two white bulls, and then um, you're going to... Yeah, you're going to kill some bulls, and then you're going to take the mistletoe, and you boil it, and you drink this drink, and then everybody's going to get pregnant. And it's a great <laughs> ritual. I'm assuming you have to do something else after that. Like you, you kill, the, kill the bulls, you drink the mistletoe drink, then we won't talk about the next part. This is a family show, but then they're babies. Okay, got it. <laughs> you get it? Uh, but that's probably where we, and, and that's the only place that this like ritual is really well described, and that's probably where we all get that weird perception of like the druids, like all like trees, kill bulls, you know, chanting. Stonehenge. <laughs> were the Druids Stonehenge? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe? I don't know. Hey, were the Druids Stonehenge? Yeah. All right. Sure. Cool. Yes. I see a thumbs up the back Druids there. The Druids Stonehenge. But I, I think that's where that perception, it's from Pliny. Oh. And as we all know, Pliny only sort of knew what he was ever talking ever. about. Ever. So. Like, yeah, at best, he was 20% accurate. <laughs> In the Middle Ages, it was sort of used as a medicine in the sense that you would hang it from like your ceiling to ward off evil spirits. So that's medicinal? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll grant you that. Sure, why or not? You could hang it around your door to scare off witches. Or vampire, like garlic no. with vampires, that kind of thing? I didn't say vampires, witches. This is very specific. Okay, got it. Okay, just witches. Um, it was also thought that it would stop fire. But I'm thinking that if something's on fire and you throw mistletoe on it, it's not going to stop it. That's the, okay, wait, hold right? on, stop, wait, no, stop. That's when you could, like, once, like, right? You try that once. It's like, nope, this, we, we cracked this one. It does not help with fire. That fire got bigger. That fire got bigger because there's things that burn in it. What were we thinking? Why did we listen to Greg? Uh, it's, it's used as something for kissing purposes, kissing purposes, <laughs> um, probably actually dates back to its connection to the Greek festival of Saturnalia because it was a symbol of fertility. We've already established this. Um, so it could be used for like marriage rites and then it was also just associated with romance and, and love and that kind of thing. Um, there were even like enemies could make truces over or underneath some mistletoe. So you would find mistletoe in a tree and then you could like shake hands with your enemy and then you were cool. Okay. So, or kiss them, I guess. Or kiss them, yeah. Like if you secretly love them, oh, that's so dramatic. You secretly loved them all along, and then you shake hands, and you're like, ah. I, I love, love this. You all the time. It's like the cutting edge, right? You thought they were fighting the whole time, and then she was like, Topic, and then, and then he, 
Is that what that was But about? then they got together at the end. Yeah, it's the one movie where the two people don't really like each other at the beginning, and then <laughs> later on they fall in love. I wish, I wish I would explore that trope more. Where do they come up film. with this stuff? Hollywood. So in Victorian times, it, you know, mistletoe had become an established tradition, and you, the way that it works is that if you saw a woman standing underneath the mistletoe, so I guess if you were a Victorian man, you would like hang it up everywhere like traps. Um, <laughs> you, if you saw a woman standing underneath it, you were allowed to kiss her, and she can't refuse, or else it's bad luck, which Yikes. is creepy, like pretty creepy. A little, yeah. What, what goes along with that is that, you know, there are berries on mistletoe, right? The little white berries. And what you would do is every time somebody got kissed under it, it like used up a little bit of the mistletoe, so you would pluck off a berry. And then once all the berries are gone, there's no more kissing power. Oh, kissing power is exhausted. So you're done, so no more. I'm glad no there's a scientific smooches. basis behind it that they, you have kiss fuel that they, you expend. <laughs> From mistletoe berries. Now, the thing that we've already alluded to uh, is that the sad thing about mistletoe is that it, it is poisonous. Oh, it's man. Definitely, definitely poisonous. There are a couple different varieties that are poisonous. The most common has a toxin called phorotoxin, which can cause, I would say, some pretty unromantic things like drowsiness, diarrhea, uh, blurred vision, puking, a weakness, and seizures, which is crazy because, as I mentioned, it's been used to treat seizures for a really long time. So, so not well. Not a good idea. No. All parts of it are dangerous, not just the berries. Like the le so, like if you really have a hankering to eat a mistletoe leaf, which I don't like, they're kind of pointy. Okay, but like berries, to. you think that they might want to eat those? Maybe, I mean, they're berries. Yeah, that's true. Berries are delicious. I can see getting hungry enough and not getting any mooches, and thinking like, man, I'm gonna eat you, you useless, <laughs> you stupid plant. I'm just gonna eat you. You're not good for anything. What's crazy is that... It's the worst holiday party of my life. <laughs> now it's going to end with seizures. <laughs> what have I done? D despite the fact that it is definitely poisonous, it's still um, kind of a staple in some like alternative medicines. Uh, you can use mistletoe-like injections. You can take it as an oral preparation, or there are like shots of mistletoe that you can be prescribed, especially in Europe they do this for uh, everything from like headaches to, again, infertility, that theme is still there, um, high blood pressure, arthritis, for seizures, again, I, I don't know. Um, there are even some places where it has been used for cancer. Wow, uh, uh, effectively, or no, 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 no. No, um, no, no, no. It, now there are, okay, let, well, I'll cut it, I'll cut it a little, because usually we get really, we get really upset about this. I'm gonna cut it a little bit of slack, because there have been some studies done in labs that show that like mistletoe really does kill cancer cells in labs, but in people, we haven't really seen such great results, so I don't know that I would be rushing off to get a mistletoe injection. Okay, so, perfect. So, but, it, but we've been investigating it since the 60s, so we are really hot to use mistletoe as medicine. I don't know, I don't know why. Um, well, we, is it expensive? I don't, I mean, I've never bought it. Because maybe they want to sell it. Like, no, that, and, oh, I and like the that. berries. I like that thinking, the drug company. The berries Dirty look like. drug companies are always out to make a buck. The berries look mistletoe. like. The berries look like little pills, too, so. So it's perfect. <laughs> but I would say that despite that, my best advice, and this is important. Good, good, because I'm a little confused about mistletoe, because mm -hmm. I do want to not get cancer. Okay, so, but you also 
don't want to die for Christmas. Right. So and what's the number one? Give me I'm, like, give me some guide rules for mistletoe. I'm gonna break it down real simple because I know that's not just cheer wine in that in that can. Um, <laughs> very simply. Thanks to whoever brought the cheer on, by the way. Don't eat mistletoe. Don't everybody. <laughs> don't eat mistletoe. You okay. Got it. That seems very fair to me. Okay. Um, that's an that's an easier thing to to remember because uh, I've I've always been somebody who believes that but above all. Justin, are you okay? Don't. It's the Grinch. Oh no! No! No, not me, Grinch. Why was I so festive? No. The Grinch stole Justin. a mean one. <laughs> Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to- Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool, think of it as- the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? Pre-prepared, all I got in two minutes, I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat, there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. 
get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Oh, no. I feel like that part in Wayne's World when it's just Garth, you know? <laughs> um, well... So usually um, on Sawbones, when Justin isn't here, I have like a backup. Um, I think I need a, somebody to fill in. Can I, Kamaya, Kamaya, yeah, thank you. My, my backup, my stand in. No, you're gonna have to sit over here where the microphone is. <laughs> this is Riley, she's my sister. You, you may remember her from such episodes of Sawbones as the one where Riley was there or the other one where Riley was there. Or maybe the ones you just skipped because Justin wasn't on there. <laughs> no, no. There was a, there was, see, there was this crazy thing that happened once where Justin and, and Riley freaky friday into each other's bodies. And so Riley had to help me, well, Justin in Riley's body had to help me host the, host the podcast. And then Riley in Justin's body, I think you had to cover E3? I did, and it was really confusing. Uh, I don't know a lot about video games or traveling I, or anything. I don't know how you didn't get Justin fired, but I'm glad. I almost did, but then I recovered and just made a funny joke that sounded like something Justin would say. <laughs> Just, you just pretended your way through. That's yeah. Well, Riley, thank you. Uh, the Grinch stole Justin, so um, I'm Sounds assuming like you'll bring him back at some point. Christmas but. came early for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're talking about, Justin and I have been talking about things that could kill you at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And you asked me a really w weird question mm -hmm. the other day about things that could kill you at Christmas. Do, could you share... The, and this is this is real. This isn't like a this isn't like a bit. She really asked me this question. I, I'm still wondering about it, and it's a real question. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think anyone has ever tried to poison Santa Claus with cookies? <laughs> so I have some problems <laughs> with this. I'm I'm a little worried. So, are, um, where are you on the Santa existence? What? Okay, I got it. Never mind. We'll move on from there. Okay, so I hope not. I mean, I would hope so too. That would be awful. Right. Who could ever do such a thing? But, well, some people have tried to poison others with Christmas cookies. It's such a jolly season. I know, but, but cookies are so delicious and nobody can resist them, and so they're perfect for poisoning. I mean, I guess I get it, but it's Christmas. So let, let me tell you about a couple times where I don't know, I mean... Let's say they weren't trying to poison Santa with Christmas cookies, but Santa may have been like an accidental victim of Wait, these cookies what? had they been set out, right? It happened? Yes. Well, not, I mean, not Santa. Like, Santa was not killed by Christmas cookies. You scared me. Right as far as I know, I mean, tell me. I don't, I don't keep up with Twitter all the time, so somebody let me know <laughs> during this show. Uh, so last year, there was a, a woman in New York. And when you look at these, by the way, if you ever look at these stories, because these are real stories, uh, the women who have done this look so sweet. <laughs> they're mug shots. They're in like Christmas sweaters. <laughs> they're like these little ladies and they're like, hi. And I poisoned somebody with cookies. Um, there was a, an older woman in New York who mailed Christmas cookies laced with rat poisoning 
and laxatives. <laughs> because I love that. It's not enough just to kill somebody. <laughs> You're gonna poop yourself a lot <laughs> before you die. That's almost worse, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like, it's insult to injury. It's like, ha, 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 you're pooping and you're dying. Ha, ha, ha. And she, she mailed them to, like, a, another resident of the, of the town she lived in, randomly. And the resident got suspicious. I don't know if they, like, sniffed the cookies or gave them to somebody they didn't like. I don't know what they did, but they, they called the police and they got the woman arrested. And seriously, you should look up this mugshot because she looks so pleasant. Wait. But she tried to kill somebody with Christmas cookies. So she just picked a random person. Mm -hmm. She just, like, picked a random address out of the phone book and was like, this is what I want for Christmas this year. I want to kill someone while they're pooping their pants with Christmas cookies. <laughs> I, I guess she was bored. I mean, hey. Maybe it was a dare. <laughs> she just had a lot of vacation time around Christmas and was like, ah, you know, it's on the bucket list. <laughs> um, now, week before last, this just happened. This was just in the news. Uh, breaking news. Yeah, breaking news, week before last. Um, there was an older woman in Germany who was caught handing out uh, poison Christmas cookies just to people like out in the town square. So she lived in Berlin and she was just wandering up to people like a really pleasant looking woman. I was like, hello dearie, here's a, well only in German, I can't speak German, but hello dearie in German, here's some Christmas cookies. So Merry Snow White. Christmas. <laughs> it's sort of like Here, Snow White. Cookies. Eat this apple, but it's better, it's cookies. Who could do such a thing? I know, but so she, she gave cookies to this couple and they got super sick and ended up in the hospital and it turned out, again, rat poison. Why is this such a common, like, Christmas time occurrence? I don't know, and why rat poisoning? Why rat everybody poisoning? Has it? I don't know. Does but, anyone know? Um, what's terrifying is she's still at large. <laughs> what? Are you here? <laughs> They haven't caught her yet, so I guess if you go to Berlin, be careful. Don't take, don't take, cookies, don't from take cookies from strangers. I would think that would be like common sense. I mean, I don't know, maybe not. For most people, not see like a random lady on the street and just be like, hey, here's some cookies. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> but do you know that, weirdly, do you know that they also tried to assassinate Rasputin with cookies? You know, like Rasputin from like the Disney movie? I don't. <laughs> that one? What? The evil sorcerer guy from the Disney movie. Isn't that what he was? He was in the Disney movie and the... I've never <laughs> seen that movie. <laughs> you don't know who Rasputin is? We'll cover no that idea. another day. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> they tried to assassinate him with cookies, but it didn't work, so they shot him. Or stabbed him or something. <laughs> so, I would think the cookies would be a, a better way to go. I think, I think there's, a, there's a really practical piece of advice that I can give you. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, listen very closely. Okay. And you have to pay attention. Um, because, again, that's not just cheer wine. Don't drink that. Uh, <laughs> but because you're a teenager and, you know, mm -hmm. I know with the phones and the TV and the electronics. All the those attention. gadgets. The gadgets, right. D don't eat cookies. <laughs> Ever? I would say just don't. Be, just be on the safe side. Just don't eat cookies. Yeah, that's such a depressing Sydney. thing to tell me. Sydney, run! Sydney! Justin's back! No! <laughs> I'm okay. He was, um, he's doing massages. <laughs> he feels bad about sealing all the sealing bad Christmas stuff, and he's doing uh, massages. What? 
Yeah, he's doing spot stuff, all the spot stuff. <laughs> Sounds really creepy. I mean, Sydney just told me not to take cookies from strangers. Why would I take massages from strangers? Maybe a Manny Petty? <laughs> I, could, I could go for a Manny Petty right now. Ladies right. and gentlemen, Riley Smurl! <laughs> Thank you, Riley. Um, that, those have now to be, he's back. <laughs> those have to, so, mistletoe, mm -hmm. whatever you just talked about. Right, cookies. Oh, cookies. Oh, man. I know. Did you eat any cookies, or is it just all? Oh, no, no, I told, him, I, I told Riley not to. I told everybody not to. I didn't Perfect. Okay, cookies good. ever again, because I, I told him not I, to. I, as long as I didn't miss any eating of cookies. Uh, but those are the two things that I have to worry about at Christmas, right? No, not the, probably not the only two things. Uh, what about Holly? Oh, no. No, no, no. You gotta watch out for Holly. Um, if you eat just, because you probably have heard this too, Holly is poisonous as well. Um, if you eat a couple berries... Christmas, how's it going? <laughs> seems bad. Like, a lot of poisonous things, it seems like. If you eat, like, one or two berries, you're, I mean, you're probably gonna be okay. Like, I don't know why you want to do this. Like, I heard I would be okay if I ate these too. I don't think they're delicious. <laughs> you're trying to build up a tolerance, like Iocane powder? Like you're trying to, like, by next Christmas, I'm gonna be able to eat three holly berries. God is my witness. But if you eat like 20, you'll die, so don't do that. Okay, got it. So somewhere between two and 20 is the number, don't try it. Um, it, has, it has something called theobromine, which is actually really structurally similar to uh, caffeine. And it's, there's a lot of it in chocolate, not enough to hurt us, but that's why dogs can't eat chocolate. Oh. Figured this puzzle out while I was solving the Holly problem. I'm sorry, I just was excited about uh, that. Uh, what about, no, that's good. What about uh, poinsettias? Everybody loves those and knows where to buy them. And, and poinsettias, I think I kind of sound like poinsettias. Is it poinsettia? Poins poison, they sound like poinsettias? Poinsettias or no, poinsettias? Poinsetta. Poinsettia. Okay, got it. I think they kind of sound like poison either way. And everybody, I think, knows, like, don't eat poinsettias. They're actually not as bad for you. So if you want to eat a poinsettia and then you, like, let's say you have something you want to get out of, so you want to be sick but not really sick, you could eat some poinsettia. Because it'll just make you kind of like, oh, my tummy. But it, like, has, so, Sorry, one more time? Oh, my tummy. Okay. <laughs> that was really cute, so I just wanted to see it again. Okay. That's kind of like how you and your brothers are all the time. You're kind of always like, oh, my tummy. <laughs> okay. Well, what about, what about Christmas trees? Certainly they're okay, right? <laughs> um, if you want to eat a pine oh, tree. Oh, Tannenbaum? <laughs> if you want to eat a pine tree, you'll probably be okay, like, in terms of, like. You know me toxic, so well. But, like, a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do want to do that. A lot of people don't eat pine trees. Um, I don't know what they're missing. Uh, if you, the, the secret is you gotta cook them low and slow. <laughs> if you try to rush into that bad boy, you're, it's gonna be tough as nails. You gotta cook it low and slow. 12 hours, saute, little rosemary, little bark. <laughs> Extra bark. It's, it's, more of a, it's, it's more of a mechanical problem because the little needles will like lodge in your GI tract, like different oh. place, and that's bad. Like you don't want that. Um, do you so, know, uh, Travis actually got a, a Christmas tree needle stuck in his foot once and got Ooh. infected and had to get surgery. Ask him about it later. Is he um, okay? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, I got so one. So we'll be closing the show tonight. Yeah, good night. Thank you for coming. Uh, this is a lock, eggnog. Ah, uh, eggnog. Hey, real quick, curious show of hands. If you're down with eggnog, raise your hand. I'm curious where we stand. Okay, put them down. Not down with eggnog, raise your hand. It's literally like 50-50, right? It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, Sorry. Yeah. You're like eh on it, right? We made our no, own. I like eggnog. You're into it. We I'm made our own. It. it was great. Anywho. And we made our own, and we made it without, like, cooking anything. We just made, like, the raw eggs. That's and, like, how we do, ride or like, die. We don't yeah. care. Blended them up. I, I, I know a doctor. <laughs> so the reason that everybody's worried about eggnog is because, like, raw eggs, salmonella, right? Yeah. Like, I did a, we did a whole show on that. I'm not going to talk about salmonella again. Look it up. Um, it's, probably, it's probably okay most of the time if the eggs were pasteurized. You're probably still... Still pretty cool. Like, there is a risk. It's like something in like 400,000 eggs a year in the US do have salmonella in them. <laughs> so, I don't know, take your chances. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I think this is kind of cool. At Rockefeller University, uh, there is a bacterial pathogenesis and immunology lab where they have been for like 50 years. Every year around this time, well, earlier in December, they make a batch of eggnog and then out of raw eggs and then they keep it in the cold room like not in the fridge, in the cold room, until Christmas, and then they all drink it, and nobody gets sick. And that's oh, really? Like a tradition. I guess this is how, like, bacteriologists have fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> we knew it was safe, and we proved it. Take Thanks that. Don't they have, like, um, science for that? <laughs> Can't they just do some science? It may be because the, one, the batch they make is, like, 14% alcohol, which is a little higher than most of, like, your store-bought eggnogs or, not, like, what you're probably making. Not quite cheer wine levels, but... <laughs> I mean, this cheer wine. Yeah, no, really. But generally, uh, generally, the booze won't kill the bacteria, so don't rely on that. Um, I mean, do add it, but don't rely on that. Sydney, can I sing you something? Yeah. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. What about chestnuts? Yeah, you want to be really careful about that. Okay. Uh, the main reason is, I mean, chestnuts are fine if you get the, like, the eating ones, the sweet chestnuts, the American chestnuts. If you accidentally get horse chestnuts, those are, are definitely poisonous and will make you puke a lot. Cool. So don't eat that. And you should be able to tell because um, the chestnuts you can eat are encased in this super sharp, like needle sharp... <laughs> shell of little spiny green things and if you pick it up it hurts really badly so if it's that eat it <laughs> cool job nature you did it again we have a ton of those in our backyard um grandma and grandpa uh you might want to be careful what <laughs> about grandma and grandpa um because this was actually i found this on a list of like dangers around the holiday season watch out for these things watch out for grandma and grandpa they might have medicine in their purse <laughs> and your kids might get into it. Like, so don't, don't. You think they're so cuddly and snuggly, grandma and grandpa, and then. They're walking dangers <laughs> with fake teeth. They're waiting to give your kids drugs. If I have to worry about everybody's gonna give our baby drugs, I'm never gonna get to do anything else. What about my free time, you know? Um, so, is there anything, is there anything you can uh, trust? Like the just the you know the joy and the peace of the holiday season, brotherly love and family togetherness. <laughs> beer. Okay, great. That's all I got. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't, I didn't research beer, so it may be, I'm never gonna know. It may be dangerous, but I'm just gonna stick with it. it's fine. It's what, for, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for coming out to Candle Nights. Um, uh, we got a lot more, so make sure you stick around. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. You're also super cool. Uh, and thank you for listening to Sawbones. If you've never listened before, uh, you can go to sawboneshow.com and listen to more. 
But uh, anyway. Th thank you for the thank you to the Grinch for stealing. Thanks Justin. to the Grinch. So that uh, Riley could come out. Thanks to Riley Smurl, <laughs> and uh, for uh, Sydney. Ma uh, so until the next time we talk to you for perfectly safe beer. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.